0: hallelujah let's pray father we grateful hearts we come to you this morning and to the early hours of the afternoon that you have brought us this far and that your grace had been sufficient for us all along We specifically remember the families that are mourning right now in Oregon, in the United States of America. Christian families who are expecting that they will spend Christmas with their loved ones. But Lord, the enemy has separated them, but we trust that it's going to be only temporary. Because reunion will take place eventually at your feet. As this same part of the body that is hurting with them, we pray you will send comfort to them. You will encourage them. And I pray this unwise thing going on in that nation about mass shooting and rampage by all sorts of people, you give the people of that country, the wisdom, especially their leaders and politicians, and the courage to do the right thing so that innocent people will not necessarily be plunged into sorrow that they did not bargain for. We pray for our own nation here, Lord, that as your hand of protection had been upon us, you will not remove that cover from us. And we pray, Lord, that as a church, you will continue to shield us from all the antics and the wiles of the enemy. And that right under your shadow we shall be saved. We ask, Lord, that today is a special Sunday because we gather to give thanks primarily unto you. For the rest of this service, Lord, let sounds of praise rise from this venue. Rise straight to your heart. The one we have given you, Lord, let it be acceptable in your sight, but we want to give you more. And we pray the grace to give you more and the access unto you, our Heavenly Father, shall be given unto us in Jesus' name. We love you, Lord. Thank you for loving us first. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Hallelujah. All right. good afternoon once again everyone. Nice to see you. Today is Thanksgiving Sunday and the usual thing we just encourage one another um, to give thanks unto God. And we started that out well with the testimonies that we received. Awesome, awesome testimonies. And um, those that are unable to share their testimony for one reason or another, I'm sure... Opportunity will present itself again, and we shall rejoice with you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Please turn with me to Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 15. Hebrews chapter 13, and I read verse 15. And a stranger, you know, when uh, Dave, uh, Dave was uh, leaving, leading us um, you know I mentioned one of the very important words in that place, the fruit of our lives. but I read the verse for you. therefore, by him, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God, that is the fruit of our lives, giving thanks to His name. Hallelujah. The book of Hebrews was one of those books written primarily to the Jews. And the peculiarity of it was that these Jews, they were facing all sorts of persecution, and so they were leaving Christianity in droves. And so the writer decided to write unto them from a Christian perspective, but writing specifically to Jewish people. And so what he was doing was that he was comparing the Old Testament with the New. And I need to lay this foundation for us so that we may understand some of the comparison that I would do. Now, if you don't have a good knowledge of the Old Testament, it would be pretty difficult for you to understand the book of Hebrews because most of the assumptions he made there he was writing to people that he knew already don't need special explanation about that so when he was talking about sacrifice he he, he knew that somehow they would understand what sacrifice was and so he didn't need to expatiate on that but we are Christians we are not uh, Jews we are not you know judaistic we we are Christians, and so we will need explanation as to what this man meant by that and so he said in that place encouraging these people though they were christians but jewish christians they were he said that let them continually offer the sacrifices of praise to god the sacrifices of praise so, you may title it a sacrifice of praise or sacrifices of praise, whichever one suits you, if you just want to judge one or th- two things then if you are doing so. And if you're just listening to me, please continue to listen. So, we need to understand what sacrifice is. And so, side by side, we need to understand that sacrifice in the Old Testament, what it meant, and what this man was encouraging the Jewish Christians to step into, which is sacrifice of praise. I list just four things here quickly uh, because of our time to make us understand a little bit more about sacrifice, where this man was coming from, what he is saying unto us by the Holy Spirit, and what we need to take home today. Number one, sacrifice must be continuous and perpetual sacrifice must be. Now, when Moses laid the rules down for them, and this man was comparing it, I said, you are Christians now. Now, the way you do this, remember, it has its root in the Old Testament, the way the Mosaic law gave it unto you, but you remember that sacrifices in those days, they are meant to be perpetual and continual. Leviticus chapter 6 verse 13. If you put that on the screen for me, please. Leviticus chapter 6 verse 13. A fire, I'm talking about fire upon the altar of sacrifice. A fire shall always be burning on the altar, it shall never go out. Amen. So, in the context, the man is saying a sacrifice of praise that you're going to offer unto God must be a what? A continuous sacrifice that must not stop. Come, rain, come shine, come, cloud, come whatever your sacrifice must not that is the praise we offer unto god must not be based on the surrounding or prevailing circumstances of our lives and tell you as a hard one it's a hard one but that's why it's called a sacrifice and i'll tell that i'll make that my point number two because many at times our sacrifices are based on just the good things we receive we say oh praise god divine thank god for that we say, "Oh, praise God! I've just got, and that those are awesome testimonies, and, and a practical and angelic visitation, examiner giving. I don't know whether in my days when we do exam, we never did um, um, open book. I wish I like, turned the hand of the clock back. You know, I mean, and it was. I mean, it couldn't be better than that. But you see, good were those testimonies, but challenges of life as well. Call that we continue to do what? Give praise unto God. And that's how we know those who truly are his and those who are just moonlighting with him. Because moonlighters, they are not on payroll. they just pay them by the side. And so if you're going to be on the payroll of God, if you're going to be numbered with one of his, please make sure that your circumstances will not determine whether you give praise or not. Number two, sacrifices cost, but they are very rewarding. Sacrifice is cost. Numbers 28 verse 11. Numbers chapter 28 verse 11. There he was telling us about what is required when those of those days they were giving sacrifice unto God. Numbers 28 verse 11. At the beginnings of your months, you shall present a burnt offering to the Lord. Two young bulls, one ram, and seven lambs in their first year without blemish believe you me if you're going to calculate that in today's currency that's a lot to give unto God and even if it was the old congregation that was giving that it just said all that is not something that you're going to see anymore you're going to burn it up let's put it in context um, does anybody know how much a bull costs in our time we don't buy cows there, do we <laughs> So I don't know, but I think the last time I checked, they said that they're close to about 750 pounds. So anytime you see those meat that you buy in Tesco's or in Costco's or wherever, uh, the butchers, they say that's about a very good size you know, cow that they kill or bull, costs about that. Now that's 750 plus, 752 of them, and then you add, put this verse back for me, please. I don't know why you like my face there. Just put the verse. He said, two young bulls, Amen and then one ram, I don't know how much a ram we call, and seven lambs, but if you cost them, that's quite some money. So if God says church, fountain of love, every Sunday to prove your, let's just put the material value on that one, to prove your love unto me. Gather 750 pounds times two, let's put a value of how much on a ram? Guess? Eh? 200. right. I mean, you can use an average side. If you go to a butcher, how much will a tie cost? How much will a shoulder cost? So you put how much? Okay, let's call it 250. Is that okay? So 750 times seven plus seven fifty plus two fifty? All right, now lambs. How much will you place on a lamb? You just eat this, so you don't know how much it costs, huh? Okay, let's put a hundred pounds on them, all right? So a hundred pounds times seven. So how much altogether? together? Seven hundred. Hmm? I thought a lot of you did maths. 2,450. I, I believe you, you uh, Dave. I mean, I, I didn't check, but it's 2,450. Now, remember, it's a burnt offering. And so because it's a burnt offering, what they do is that they will put it on the altar, they will put fire on it, and everything will burn to ashes. You're not going to take any part of it and eat. So, God says every Sunday, huge fountain of love, gather 2,450 pounds, put it on this altar, and put fire on it. Quite a few of you, before he burns out, you will grab a few. (laughs) So that's in perspective what they were doing. Because it's not even meat they were going to eat. God just said, burn it. Let let that be a cost unto you, of which you are not going to benefit anything at all. That's what sacrifice is. So put in perspective, when he says, give the sacrifice of your lips, he's saying that, Give unto God that of which you are not expecting anything, as it were, from that particular thing you are giving Him. 1 Kings chapter 8, verse 63. We've calculated 2,000. How much, David? 450. So please put on the screen for me 1 Kings chapter 8, verse 63. 1 Kings chapter 8, verse 63. And Solomon offered a sacrifice of peace offerings, which he offered to the Lord. Amen. Are you still there with me? Read together. How many bulls? How many bulls? And how many sheep? I've got to calculate those out now. Now that's what the man gave. And being peace offering, I believe some of that they probably ate someone. But even the blood bath alone, did anybody remember the time of um, mad cow disease? Yeah. All right, you remember? Do you know that all the animals that were culled in the United Kingdom during the mad cow disease, they were not up to 22,000. They were actually less than 10,000. And that was over the long period. Now, if, if you see the carcasses of those things, I mean, some of the pictures they started showing them at the time. Because they would kill those animals, and they were just stacking them somewhere. They had to incinerate them, because if you bury them, they're not sure it might go into the water system. It was such a major do. In actual fact, the abattoirs ab- the ab- ab- the ab- ab- and all the people that had to deal with them, they had to create a special department to deal with less than 10,000 animals in those days. Recently, not quite those days. And now this man sacrificed 22,000. No wonder God made him the richest man. So sacrifice costs. It costs costs emotionally. It costs materially. It's not something that you just give willy-nilly. And so God is asking us today, despite the power that is aching you, he said, come and give me the sacrifice because it will hurt Despite the fact that, you know, God, I've prayed, I've believed, I've done everything. It seems not to be happening as quickly as I thought. He said, come because that's the cost, that's the price for it. And you will give it to the Lord today, I pray. You will give it, I pray, and I believe in Jesus' name. Number three, quickly. Sacrifices must be from what grows. Do you know that throughout the Old Testament... There was no one time that God asked Israel to offer the sacrifice of gold unto him. They had gold. I hope you know. They had silver. I hope you know. In actual fact, they had precious stones. They had rubies. They had sapphires. They had all those. They had diamonds. But God, not for once. What God asked for were living things. Give me animals. Give me grains. Give me oil. Why? Why did he ask for living things? Why did he ask for things that you can call fruits? Because that's what the man was referring to there. He said, the fruit of your leaves. He said, in those days, they were offering the fruit of the ground when you plant the, the, the seed. The fruit of the womb of an animal. When the animal, you know, decides to conceive and, and bring forth. Fruit, fruit, fruit. Or the olive, where you get the oil that you pour on the, on the thing. He, he said, but it's good. it has to be something living. It has to be a fruit. It, has, it might not mean much unto you, but it's something that grows. And the reason for that is that something that God mysteriously gives lives to. Because whether it's a person, or whether it's something you plan down, it must be something that, number one, grows. Your praise must grow. It cannot afford to remain the same. The praise that we give unto God must be a lively praise. Hallelujah. No matter how much, how much diamond sparkles, diamond can never be lively. There's nothing going to be exciting about it. Yes, it can shine. But God is saying, "Let the fruit that you give unto me, the praise that you give unto me, let it be one that has life in it." Somebody says, life. "Life," and that's why we don't subscribe unto just, you know, giving God some praise that's like, a grudging kind of praise. Of all the things that we spend energy and time and everything and resources on in this particular local church, is the aspect of giving God the best of praise. You probably will have noticed choir. And that's why I get very hard on them. If anything doesn't just stand well, I say, look, God's resources we put into it because we want to give him the best. You know, if something is not sounding right, I say, look, go and tell them. It needs to sound right. We give it the best unto God. It has to be lively. It has to be the very best available as long as God provides it. Now, that's the corporate one, what about the individual one. That will require you and I even spending time on getting the best music, you know, library. That will increase your... And it's not only let for choir. We are all called to worship God. Hallelujah. All right, number four, very quickly. What are the three things we said before we go on? Number one, we said sacrifice must be... So you cannot let it be dependent upon your life circumstances. Number two, we said sacrifice is the cost. Sacrifices cost. It's a pain. Number three, we said... Must be lively, must grow. It must be something that has life in it. Number four, sacrifice of praise or sacrifices must be made with materials and methods received from God. And that's the starting point. If you look at our test, it says, Therefore, by him. I love that. It didn't say, Therefore, come up with it. Therefore, by him. The hymn in your own Bible is it in capital? I know it's the hymn there. By God, by the Holy Spirit. Therefore, by him, the Holy Spirit, let us. Not by your own effort. It has to be what the Holy Spirit gives you that you give back unto God. And sometimes people made that error in the Old Testament. Remember, the writer of Hebrew was writing to a people who knew their Old Testament. And so when he was saying by him, he knew what he was referring to. He was actually referring to Leviticus chapter 10. And put verse 1 on the screen for us, please, if you may. Leviticus chapter um, 10, verse 1. Look at that with me, please. He said then, Nadab or Nadab and Abihu or Abihu, the sons of Aaron or Aaron, <laughs> each took his censor away. Oh, well, you know what I'm saying that <laughs> sometimes. You know, everything you pronounce, I get pushed by. People say, well, that's not the way to pronounce it. So, take your choice. Nadab, Nadab, Nadab. Okay. And Abihu... They are all Hebrew names. Anyway, don't bother yourself with them. Amen. All right? Don't lose my point. The sons of Aaron each took his censer and put fire in it, put incense on it, and offered profane fire before the Lord, which he had not, what? Commanded them. The old, Kim James Version call it, what? Strange fire. All right? Which he has not commanded. Does anybody know the end of that story? Alright, please go to verse 2. Since I didn't have a a, a rousing yes to that. So fire went out from the Lord and devoured them and they died before the Lord. Thank God we're in the New Testament. I don't know who we turn up in church next Sunday. I mean, if God says that what we're offering this time is not right. So everybody, but thank God for Jesus. Yeah, he made that possible that he made it possible that this doesn't happen to us anymore. I hope you know. Oh, it was Jesus that made all that difference. That's why you need to really consider being thankful unto him and the best things you can give unto him to yield your life unto him. It's Jesus. So, anyhow, so the fire came down and devoured them. So, what was strange fire? What was strange fire? Fire that was strange that didn't have its origin in God. Go to verse 10 with me. Go back home and read very carefully that place, and you have a clearer idea. So he went on and went on and spoke. But by 10, if you look at your own Bible that's well divided, you find out the answer. What does verse 13? Go to verse 9 with me. Start from verse 9. After he has spoken unto them a few things, he then jumped onto that, which was after he has concluded, and then jumped onto that from nowhere. Of course, that's the reason why they were consumed in the first place. What did he say? Do not drink wine uh or intoxicating drink. You nor your sons with you. When you go into the tabernacle of meeting, lest you, it shall be a statute forever throughout your generation. Verse 10 now, please. That you may distinguish between the holy and unholy and between unclean and clean. Does anybody have a guess now why they were consumed by fire? Does somebody have a guess? Eh? They went there to sacrifice drunk. And they were, they just touched another thing that we do. And so they were reeling there, ah, ha, 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 fire. Eh? And God said, what? Sacrifice to me? And that's why be careful don't dance, profane dance before God. Be careful. Don't sing profane songs before God. It's not that hungry, it's not that desperate that you give him anything. So the sons of Aaron, who should know better? They just treated it like any other thing. They walked to the church in their college church as if it was not a holy place. They were hearing sermons, maybe in the midst of it to make it more real, they were chewing gum. Maybe in the midst of it, they were doing their Facebook well not sending the message out because we discussed that before we say pastor what about if i want to send the message out they are streaming it anyhow but if what you are sending out you are tweeting during that not that you are tweeting oh i got something somebody's not in charge but you are tweeting hey what's going to be the result of mine you this afternoon no you can't do that and i will not ask for a short of hand who has not been close or tempted to do that I've been in services before, expecting emails, to be honest with you. I've checked my email before, before the Lost. Thank God for somebody Thank God for Jesus. <laughs> what if God has counted that against me? It wasn't any business email, business, church business email. That's that's my only business. Yeah, journey service. And if God were to say, Well, you are supposed to focus if you are serious, don't treat me as if you are because if you're in a cinema, many a times you f- you have your attention fixed on that screen. You can't just, we can't just read it anyhow. So God is calling us that we give him a proper sacrifice this afternoon. Will you do that? Will you give him what belongs unto him? God has been good to us, hasn't he? He's been so merciful. He's, he's, you, we can never thank him enough. If the only thing you want to say unto God is to just thank him that has brought you from darkness unto light, if you have been, because that's the greatest thing you can get under the heavens. That's all, to be honest. And, and the Lord has been prodding us as a church, been prodding us as a group of people, and I believe as part of the bigger church of Jesus Christ in this city and nation, there's about time we go to what is important. And every other blessings are good, but that's not the most important thing. See, so what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? The most important is the most important. If I have life in Jesus. And i have still believing God for some blessing, which will come. Anyhow, I pray and I believe. But let me thank him that I have life in Jesus. That's why the greatest thing in all my life is knowing Jesus. Oh, what a life of peace. I don't know how I will have survived with all the challenges and everything going on in the world. But thank God for Jesus. Somebody say thank God for Jesus. Please thank him for that this afternoon. And as I made the call earlier, if by adventure you don't know this Jesus that we are so excited and fixated as it were upon, wherever you are, just say where, well, whatever it takes, Jesus, take my heart, take my hand, take my life. Let me be yours, indeed. Please just spend a moment with me, and let us pray. If you may just rise on your feet briefly with me. In a moment, we all spend some time as we do on thanksgiving Sunday in this local assembly to come out joyfully dancing before him or whichever way you want to come but just come with a heart filled with gratitude to offer something special unto him but before we do that why don't we just you know use the fruit of our lips as individuals and as a group of people to say lord we thank you we give you all the honor and glory. We have just a couple of minutes to do that and I will just write up in prayer. As we are doing that, the Lord is going to visit many people here. He's going to touch the circumstances of your life. Someone here, you've got a lot of emotional pain. The Lord is healing that pain this afternoon. But give him his praise for us. He's worthy to be praised and adored. We give you all the praise, Lord. The opportunity is given unto you in your own words to just give thanks unto him. The Lord is worthy to be praised. to say is, thank you, Lord. For all your mercy and your kindness, we say thank you. We honor you here, Lord. You deserve the honor. You deserve the glory. Snow one like Jesus. Snow one like Jesus. Accept our sacrifice. Is the fruit of our lips, oh God. That's why this same grand our lips, we never grow anything that are thorns, that are, you know, weeds. But Lord, is going to be good fruits that we proceed from our lips. We rededicate our hearts our mouths, our lips, our tongues unto you. We say all our days, your praise we shall sing, O oh God. As we continue, Lord, to give you thanks and praise just this service, let the heavens be open upon us. Let only be glorified in it all. In Jesus' wonderful name we pray. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. hallelujah.